We bring you greetings, amen, and we love you and thank God for you, as Mr. Edwards has stated, amen, for joining us on that Sunday night egg night. That's right. This is where we just see another move of God. We thank God for all the testimonies, the praise reports that have been coming in. Amen. We give honor to God, who's the head of our life, to his son, Jesus Christ, to the precious Holy Spirit. Thank God for Dr. Mamie Tarbert, anointed woman of God. Amen. And all of our pastors, so awesome gifts that we're blessed to have a part of Yes Lord Ministries Church family. Thank God for you, those of you that are joining us, amen, from far and near. Happy to have all of our out-of-state listeners, amen, and those across the world that listen in, amen, and share how this ministry, Yes Lord Ministries, being a blessing to you, you, and you. My God, I'm excited. We had such a powerful word, amen, on this morning by Pastor Stephen Tarbert, amen. He brought such a potent word, and I encourage you, take a moment to go listen to that word again, amen, so that you can be encouraged and inspired to know that God has great things for you because you need the Holy Spirit. You need God within, amen. I'm about to, I could preach on that one there too, but I'm going to give you what thus said the Lord, amen. I want you to get your Bibles turned to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 17. 1 Samuel chapter 17. I want to look at verses 41 through 47. First Samuel chapter 17, verses 41 through 47. Amen. We just bless God for you. And let me tell you, as Mr. Evers has stated, that as we're getting ready for Thanksgiving, amen, wherever you are across the world, you may have it in different times, but we just want to say thank you, Lord, because we as a body of Christ, we as a body of believers do not wait just for the fourth Thursday of November to give God praise. We thank him every day because every day is a day, my God, of thanksgiving. Amen. Praise God. Do you have something to thank the Lord for? If you do, just tell the Lord thank you. Put it in the chat. I just want to say thank you, Lord. Amen. First Samuel chapter 17 verses 41 through 47. I'll be reading out of the King James Version. So just in case there's a different translation that you may be privileged to have, at least you know we're on the same block. And it reads like this, and the Philistine came on and drew near to David and the man that bare the shield went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him for he was but a youth and ruddy and of fair countenance. And the Philistines said unto David, Am I a dog that thou comest to me with staves? And Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the 44th verse, And the Philistines said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. Then David said, David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to you, oh my God, in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day, verse 46, I love this verse right here. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand 
and I will smite thee, take thine head from thee, and I'll give, give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. And I want to go back to that 46 verse this day. Will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, and that all the earth may know is a God in Israel. Uh, my God, I want you to touch and agree with me on this subject, speaking to your giant with authority, speaking to your giant with authority. I want you to touch and agree with me on these several things. Zotavai reading his written word, hearing the spoken word, and receiving the rhema word, we should now begin to experience the manifested word and enjoy the fruits, prosperity, success, the victory, protection of his word in Jesus' name. Speaking to your giant with authority. Amen. Praise God. So I want to talk with you and encourage you that regardless to what giants you are confronted with, take authority and walk in your destiny, walk in your purpose. The objective of this lesson is to encourage us to realize that there will be storms, situations, challenges, and obstacles that will confront us. My God, but the good news, somebody ought to say the good news. The good news is when we realize the tools God has provided, which are prayer, the word of God, and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, we will be victorious, my God. However, the key principle is we must utilize these resources that God has equipped us with and not just have our in our arsenal for display purposes only. David in our scripture shares with us that in spite of our size, being disliked by others, misunderstood by those in authority, it's vital importance to know that we do not represent ourselves, but we are ambassadors for Christ. As the apostle Paul states in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man, that verse 4, that wars entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who have chosen him to be a soldier. So I want to bring this out when we're talking about speaking to our giant with authority. You got to understand how, if you want to take notes, you can write this down, how to handle fear. So we did a teaching on this past Wednesday talking about 
conquering fear. And sometimes after David commenced his role of the court musician, Israel was again in peril. When you read verses 1 through 51, I'm just giving you a backdrop on this lesson, is because the Philistines always intimidated, always looked to ostracize, always looked to aggravate the children of Israel. I don't know about you. Have you ever had somebody that looked like they were gifted to gnaw you, to aggravate you, to cause you to feel you were less than? Let me tell you something. Look what God did. The Philistines, however, in this text, they offered Goliath a giant. Now, I'm going to point something out here because sometimes we may visualize our giants as being so manly and so strong that, that we can't handle it and God can't handle it. But let me just kind of paint this picture. Goliath was about nine feet, nine inches tall. But Israel could find no one worthy, not even Saul, who was the king. And add to it, in, in addition to Goliath being so tall, Goliath wore a bronze helmet. Listen to what I'm saying. A bronze helmet and a coat scale armor weighing about 5,000 shekels, which is about 125 pounds, and bronze greaves. He was armed with a bronze javelin and a long spear with a 15-pound iron tip. Now, is this y'all getting this picture here? Because I want you to understand it does not matter what you are confronted with, what you're faced with. Listen, it may be a giant, my God, but I speak and decree that God's going to give you the victory over your giant. Give God some praise right there. So, but what is so essential in this lesson is the importance of having a solid relationship with God. Is not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, said the Lord. This is how we're going to be able to conquer our giants. It doesn't matter the, the academic accomplishments and achievements that we are blessed to have, and that's wonderful. But let me tell you something. Our education alone does not help us. We need the anointing that destroys yokes. My God. And so here, that... David had a relationship with God. He always would be in worship. He would, you read, when you read scripture, David spent quality time with God and so much so that God called him, said to David, about David, not only was he his servant, but he, he was somebody special to God where his dearly beloved, are you a man after God's own heart? Oh my God, isn't it wonderful to know that God can recognize you as one of his own. My God, I feel a breakthrough for somebody. Watch this now. And David's anointing, I, I want you to see something here because a lot of times we feel as though, we may feel as though rather, that if we don't get our names placed on their program, we don't get recognized by those in authority. Sometimes we feel like we're insignificant, but I want to help you understand that you're anointing is not tied up in your title. Your anointing is in the gift that God has invested in. To have the title is just a bonus. Am I talking to anybody here? Because sometimes we minimize the potency of the God that we serve. We minimize and prohibit the greatness that the God that we have that put his awesomeness inside of us. That's why the writer said that greater is he that's within me than he that is in the world. We are more than a conqueror. How many know? My, 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 my. How many know that you're more than a conqueror? My God. And with the departure 
of the Spirit of God, Saul would experience these things. He was a king, yes, but every now and then there was an evil spirit that would come upon Saul, and, and, and Saul needed somebody that can do exorcism. Saul needed somebody that can bring deliverance, and David, my God, David had an anointing. Isn't it wonderful that God could trust you to be at the place of employment where you work, to be in the school system that you are, to live in the neighborhood that you reside, to be able to carry that kind of weight of anointing where he can use you to calm down the and bring peace on the job, calm down and bring peace in the school, calm down and bring peace in your neighborhood because you are praying man. You you are praying woman. My God, come on, somebody ought to give God some praise right there. And so anytime Dave, uh, Saul, rather, his spirit would get aroused and disturbed, they would call for David. My God, isn't it amazing? The folks who going to need you sometimes try to discount you. Oh, my God, is this helping anybody here? My God, but so when this, this spirit had a sinful or harmful characteristic, it is quite certain that it was demonic, Satan an instrument. In his troubled state, Saul could find relief only in music, so he commanded that a musician be found, and guess what? That was David. My, my, my. Listen, don't let nobody minimize the potency of the gift that you're blessed with or the gifts, should I say, that some of you may be blessed with. Just thank the Lord. Yes, thank the Lord because God got a Kairos, Kairos moment where he's going to use you for his glory. My God, but I want to caution you like David, wait on the Lord. Watch this now. And so in his providence, God arranged that David would be that one. So the shepherd boy was introduced to the palace of the king, verses 18 to 21. And the Holy Spirit empowered David to drive away the evil spirit that overwhelmed Saul. Verse 23, harps had already been mentioned in connection with prophesying in chapter 10, verse 5. Later, Elisha, when seeking a revelation from the Lord, also requested that a harp be played in 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 15. What am I saying? See, this is why when we're going forth in praise and worship, when we're going forth in the choir, when we're going forth in song and dance, don't be playing around. Don't no, it's not about entertainment. My God, somebody need a breakthrough. My God, somebody need deliverance. Somebody need an anointing that can destroy the yoke. My God, walking in kingdom authority. David is at length presented to Saul for his champion, my God, verse 31, and he bravely undertakes the fight to the Philistines. I encourage you when you get a moment to read the entire 17th chapter of uh, 1 Samuel because you'll see the story of how David even got to face Goliath. See, a lot of times we don't understand the journey that God has brought us through. What are you saying? The ups, the downs, the, the, the being hired, the being fired, the losing properties, the gaining properties, to get a job, to lose a job. Are you with me? The, the, thank you, got a contract and the, it, somebody did something sabotage to get it from on you. But I got a word from the Lord to let you know, to be encouraged because you're going to speak to your giant 
and with authority, my God. And so when you go through the lesson, you find how that God orchestrated that it would be David. My God, I prophesy to somebody right now that is watching and that is listening. Oh my God, that God is setting you up for a major promotion. God is setting you up for a major breakthrough. God, my, 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 God is setting you up right now. Oh my God, if you believe that's you, you know it, you put it in the check. God, I thank you. Hallelujah. And then here we find as we go through this lesson, how that David had this, because when you spend time with God, David shows us this and he demonstrates it. When you start spending time with God, the favor of God gets on you. Woo! The oil of God gets on you. My God. And David even said in the 23rd Psalm that thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Oh my God. Anybody know you are anointed? My God. And so that anointing, my, 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 is not just to dance with. It's not just to shout with. It's not just to holler with, but it's to work. My God, my God. Watch this now. And so here, David, my God, was chosen for this moment because why? Saul couldn't face Goliath. The, the His elder brothers, David's elder brothers, couldn't face Goliath. And something, when you listen to that scripture and read that scripture, you discover how David's brothers, even though David was anointed, they dis was displeased with David, didn't want David to come around. Listen, there will be people who will envy your anointing. I'm just going to say it. There will be people who will envy your anointing. So any kind of way they can avoid to help you, support you, they'll try to even set you up. They will talk about you. They will lie on you. Yeah, they'll do all kind of things because of the anointing that's on your life. You need to thank God that you were chosen to carry that anointing. My God. And so here, I'm just getting so excited on this lesson because I want you to speak to your giant with authority. And so here we find in this lesson here, my God, God is so awesome. Can we just take a moment and give God some praise right there? Oh, glory to your name, God. Glory to your name. Glory to your name, God. My God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And we find here that David now is at this juncture. My God, where he's the one. He gets to Saul because Saul got word that David said, wait a minute, who is this uh, Philistine that would defy uncircumcised? I mean, David just went in. He just said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that would defy the army of the Lord? Are they crazy? See, you got to, when you spend time with God and worship and prayer and fasting and seeking his face and staying, laying before him, you get this, oh my God, you get this confidence. You get this certainty to know that you're not going facing your giant by yourself, but greater is he that's within you than he that's in the world. And you start saying and decreeing and believing the word that you are more than a conqueror. You can do all things through Christ who spent you. Let me just take a moment right now to speak to you, to encourage you, to say to you this week, go through your week. 
conquering your giant. Tell your problem how big God is and not God how big your problem is because you need to begin to stand on the promises of God's word and not the premises of your situation. My God, and as we go through this lesson, I got to hurry here. As we go through this lesson that they brought David to Saul, and Saul said, oh, that's so wonderful. You want to, you know, some folks will make little of what, you know, when you start saying, I know God going to use me, and, you know, I believe God, and this, uh, that's so nice. You know, they just try to be cordially respond to you. But I'm here to let you know that you need to walk in your kingdom authority. And so the Bible says that when they brought David before Saul, Saul said, this young man, you really don't have no experience. Yeah, yeah, you, you, I, I appreciate your zeal. I appreciate your willingness to serve, but you just don't have no experience. Let me help you understand. You got to watch those words. You know, you want to be respectful, but you want to watch the words. Say, you know, I understand why you saying what you saying, because your faith ain't at the level of mine. Oh, oh, oh. I said, your faith is not at the level of mine. I was reading something not long ago. Matter of fact, just in the last few days, where it says if you have a grand idea or a big idea, he said, make certain you don't share it with a small-minded person because they'll try to minimize it. Mm -hmm. They'll try to discourage you. You know, there are people who are not ready to grow. There are people who don't want no more from God. There are people who are satisfied with being broke, busted, and disgusted. There are people who are satisfied with not dreaming. So you got to be careful who you share your dreams with. You got to be careful who you share your aspirations with. You got to be careful who you share your vision with because some folks purposely will try to sabotage you, tell you, well, you know, that's so nice. Ooh, you know, but you don't want to bite off more than you chew. No, I'm chewing what I bite. Oh, come on now. That's right. When you start speaking with authority, yo, your vocabulary is enhanced. Am I talking to anybody here? And so here we find in the lesson that David Saul said, all right, if you're so determined to go and fight this Goliath, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you my armor. Well, David said, when he put, they put Saul's armor on David, David said, ooh, I can't wear this. I can't wear this. David said, I have not tested this. Oh, my God. That's a word right there. I have not tested this this. Oh my God. What are you saying? You see, you can't wear nobody else's anointing. Am I talking to anybody? You can't wear nobody else's gift and you should stop trying to mimic somebody else. There's nothing wrong to be encouraged and see somebody as an example, but don't try to be them because you don't know what they went through to get what they got. And some people may not have what you think they have. So you want to be a designer's original. Am I talking to anybody here? And so here we find that they said, all right, you go fight him. And let me tell you something about David. David, he's just an amazing man. Because why? The, the, the This conference which precedes the encounter, how very proud Goliath was to meet, see somebody because oh, Goliath kept taunting the children of Israel and, and the army of Israel saying, bring me a man, bring me a man. Every day he was doing this day in and day out. Do you not know when you keep constantly hearing negativity, sometimes it can impact your psyche. Sometimes it can almost want to 
and cause you to cringe and want you to get in the corner. But the devil is a liar. You got to understand that the winner is on the inside. And when you got Jesus on the inside, guess what? He makes you a winner. Somebody need to put it in the chat. I'm a winner. That's right. Say it. Don't be scared. I'm a winner. And so watch this now. So the scripture says that as Goliath, amen, is going to, out to meet David, David says, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. The Out of all this host of army, you're going to send this little boy to fight me, a giant. But guess what? One thing about God, sometimes you don't even have to talk. God will do what he needs to do to represent himself. What am I saying? I'm saying that you can understand that when you walk in the power and authority of God, oh my God, uh, let me tell you, it is recognized. So when Saul, uh, uh, Goliath saw David, you know, he wanted to taunt him, even the scripture says, and he cursed him with his gods. And he said that I'm going to make you, give you to the carcasses. Oh, my God. Give your carcass. Y'all with me? I want to paint this picture for you because I get excited about this because why? David is letting us know that Goliath wanted to try to intimidate him, but David had a word. Oh, my God. Do you have a word? This is why you need to study to have a word. Be ready in season, out of season. Watch this now. I know what that scripture says, so just stay with me. Watch this now. So the scripture says this. Watch this. And Goliath said this, the Philistine said, come to me, I will give thy flesh until the fowls of the air and the beasts of the field. And then David said to him in verse 45, yeah, 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 you come to me with a sword and a spear and with a shield, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. I mean, sometimes you just got to look that giant right in the face and say, I come to you. I, I am healed by the blood of Jesus. I'm, I'm delivered by the blood of Jesus. I am saved by the blood of Jesus. I am wealthy by the blood of Jesus. I am healthy by the blood of Jesus. I walk with a sound mind, my God. Woo! And he says in that 46th verse, this day, my God, somebody ought to say this day. Don't wait till tomorrow. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand. Do anybody see themselves being free and talking to your giant and knowing you got the victory? This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee. Why would he say he would take his head from thee? I'm told that when you kill a snake, don't cut it off by the tail because it'll have a tendency of finding its way to get back together. But when you cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it by the head, Oh, my God, what was giving it direction? It could no longer find itself because the body is wandering and then it withers and dies. My God, that's why you need to understand that you're blessed in the city and you're blessed in the field. You're blessed coming in. You're blessed going out. And nations call you blessed because God preserved your going out and coming in from this day forth even forevermore. You got to begin to work and walk.
this word and stand upon the promises of God's word. He said, this day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand. I will smite thee, take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. My God, I got to hurry. And then he says this, all the folks that are listening right now, all the folks that's watching right now, he said, all this is silly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spirit for the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hands. Somebody need to go through your week and say, I got this. I got this. I got the victory over that thing that kept my business from succeeding, over that thing that kept me in the hospital, over that thing that caused division in my family, over that thing that had me not believing that I'm above and not beneath uh, uh, the lender and not the borrower. I'm greater as he that's within me. I'm telling you, you need to speak to your week and say, I'm having a blessed, prosperous, successful, victorious week in Jesus' name. And as they go, my, 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 as they go out there to meet them, my God, I got to hurry. But with this part here, David goes and meet this Goliath. And let me tell you, can y'all visualize this, how this is looking? Here's this nine foot nine going against this little boy. But yet this little boy, oh my God, there it is. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let me tell you, don't let nobody use your size, your ethnicity. Your, your, are you with me? Your height, the zip code you reside in. No, no, no. Don't let nobody intimidate you like that. Uh, 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 hey, glory to your name. That's a word for somebody. Don't let nobody intimidate you like that because why? God give me a show off. Mm -hmm. Sometimes God will put you in circumstances where he only gets the glory and the credit. Am I talking to anybody? Where he only gets the glory and the credit. Watch this now. I got to go. Watch this now. And so here we find in the text, the scripture says, that when David woof, met Goliath and Goliath threw his javelin at him, my God, David woof, took his smooth stones out of his bag with his slingshot. Woo, can y'all see it? And he's whining back. He's whining back. He's whining back. And then he releases it in the name of Jesus. And my God, let me tell you, he hit the target. Woo! Yes, Lord. He hit the target. I prophesy to you this week, when you take the resources that God has blessed you with and you aim it, my God, you said, I'm paying my bills off. I'm de living debt free. My debts are demolished. My God, are you with me? I'm living debt free. My bank accounts is full. I'm living in overflow. I have more than enough. Yes, Lord. I walk in divine health, divine wealth, divine favor. God, you start speaking that thing every day. And let me tell you, those words are getting in the atmosphere and faith begins to connect with your words. And you're going to see a manifested word. My God. Yes. You're going to see a manifested word. So the scripture says that when David released that stone, the Bible said that God orchestrated where it hit right in the forehead 
and knocked him down. Took that nine foot nine man and he hit the ground. Could you boom imagine how that sound was? What even all the army of the Philistines began to fear because they was hiding behind Goliath. But then when there was a boom, the children of Israel said, our God is an awesome God. He reigns in heaven and earth with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God, my God, my God. And then David said, oh, no, I told you I was going to cut your head off. So he took the sword. Mm. Oh, glory to God. He took the sword that Goliath came at him with. And David must have knew something about that scripture where it said, when the enemy come at you one way, God will have them flee seven ways. My God, people need to watch how they come after you. People need to watch how they talk about you. People need to watch how they try to sabotage you, your gift, your ministry, your business. That's right. They don't know what they're doing. That's right. They're doing it in ignorance, but God's going to show them because of their ignorance what he does. For he says, touch not my anointing, nor do my prophets no harm. Oh, my God. Watch this now. And so the Bible says he cut his head off. And then he delivered it right to Saul. My God, yes. He delivered the head to Saul. And can I speak to you and encourage you as I get ready to close this lesson? I want you to understand that that which was designed to intimidate you and hold you back, God's going to use it to be the stepping stone to your next promotion. My God, yes. Listen, my time is out. I got to leave. But let me tell you, I pray that you be encouraged that you will go through this week speaking to your giant with authority. I'm telling you, God's awesome. God is awesome. That's right. I'm a winner. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm a winner. And God, greater is he. I can't get away from that scripture. Greater is he. That's within me. Sometimes you got to say that with tears coming down your eyes. Greater is he that's within me than he is the world. You just keep speaking it. And God got a way of wiping away every tear and giving you joy for your morning. Oh, my God. And you're going to put your shouting dance and shoes on. And I decree that you should run around the house, run around the parking lot, just giving God some praise. When people look at you, what? They say, why are you so happy? Why you rejoicing? Because I just the other day, I thought you was going through. Yeah, I went through the go through. Woo! My God, yes. I went through the go through. My God, yes. Don't get stuck in what you're going through. My God. My father preached the message some years ago out of the 23rd Psalms. He said, don't camp in the valley. My God. That's right. Get up out of there. Yeah, rise up and walk. My God, speak to your giant with authority. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you and bless you and praise you and exhort you for you alone are worthy of all the praise. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. God, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor for there's nobody like you. God, I thank you right now. Yes, Lord. 
to your will, yes to your way, and yes to your word. And Father, we pray for that person or those persons that said, I need to give my life to Jesus. I need, what do I do? God, we want to lead them into this prayer. Father, we thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins, but rising on the third day, giving us victory, giving us hope, a new opportunity in life. And therefore, Father, we ask you to come into our heart and to forgive us of every one of our sins and to cleanse us from all righteousness. We want to be saved. We want to be whole. And God, we want to walk after and follow you each and every day of our life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for my sins, for rising again on the third day, giving me victory, giving me hope and a new opportunity in life. And today, right now, I believe and I decree him through my lips that I am saved. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. And we thank God for you, each and every one of you. And those of you that may say, I need a church home where I can grow and mature in the things of God. Listen, listen, listen. We welcome you to be a part of Yes Thought Ministries. If you said, I want to live for Jesus, I want to follow Jesus, listen, send us an email. Somebody from our ministry will get information to you at events at ylmconnect.org. That's events at ylmconnect.org. Or you can download our mobile app via the Google Play or your Apple Store. Just download the Yes Lord Ministries mobile app and you can communicate that way as well. And we can communicate back with you. And we want to say thank God for those who have become in the recent weeks, who have become a part of Yes Lord Ministries family. We welcome you, my God. And thank God for every tither, every sower, every giver. Let me tell you, let me pray over every tither right now and giver and sower. Father, we thank you now as your people, oh God, are tithing, as your people are sowing, as your people are giving. I decree and declare that none of your children shall experience lack in no area of their life. We decree increase on their seed and a supernatural harvest that shall manifest in their lives. And we thank you for the praise reports that shall come from the lips of your children as a result of their obedience and willingness to give cheerfully according to your word. And we thank you now in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. We're believing God for continued testimonies as God is working miracles for you. Put it on our faith builders huddle. Amen. So you can encourage someone. I was listening to my son. Amen. As he shared how he and his daughter, which is my girly girl, my granddaughter, how they went somewhere and experienced favor. I mean, somebody else, how that God blessed them with a new vehicle. Somebody else blessed them with the bill paid off. Somebody else, they got they several months rent paid. Come on now. What a mighty God. Is God yet working miracles? Somebody else say yes. My God, but you got to speak to your giant with authority. My God, my God, I, I want to stay here with you, but I got to go. I got to go. Yes, Lord, I got to go. But speaking to your giant with authority, I pray that you were encouraged and empowered as you get equipped with this word. Join us on our next time together. We love you. And share this lesson with somebody. Maybe they had to work. Maybe they were asleep. Maybe they had to go to school. Whatever it was, share with them. Say, you know what? I heard a powerful word that I know is going to be encouraging to you. And we like to know how this message is being a blessing to you. God bless you. Back into your hand, Minister Edwards.